0: On this special edition of Jerusalem Dateline, we take a look at the year in review. Join our CBN News team to look back at the major stories of 2022 and how they shaped our world. From the war between Russia and Ukraine, the possible invasion of Taiwan by China, the global energy crisis, and the plight of the persecuted church. We examine these major developments and more on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. Elections and politics were two of the major stories that dominated the news here in Israel this past year. I discussed the fall of one government and the rise of another and more with CBN News Middle East correspondent Julie Stahl and senior editor John Waggy in our Jerusalem studio. John and Julie, uh, 2022 has been a tumultuous year here in Israel and the region. Uh, John, first do you, tell us... Uh, There was a big election, and now we have a new government. Uh, What's the impact of this past year
1: on all the elections? Well, I think uh, the elections here in Israel were really pretty remarkable when you consider that they had gone through four previous ones where they couldn't get a result that that lasted. Mm -hmm. And this government of the 2022 brand dissolved. In, in the mm-hmm. summer right. and so we waited for the November 1st elections and we got a fairly clear result out of that and it's going to be a big change for Israel. People voted I think for stability and at the same time they voted to move the country to the right and mm-hmm. that is not set well with a good sized portion of the population and so um, uh, it, was, it was a year that was not only uh, controversial for the elections but also for the backdrop of kind of the violence and everything that started in March and went through all the way through the right, year, basically. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Julie, one other big story was Aliyah, and you covered some of the, uh, the Aliyah coming from uh, Ukraine. And because of the war in Ukraine, uh, thousands, tens of thousands have come. Uh, why was that so significant?
2: Well, you know, the war in between um, Ukraine and Russia, it really, it sparked a lot of things. And the first thing was the aliyah from Ukraine. So uh, so far, there's been about uh, 14,000, a little more than 14,000 that came from Ukraine. But the big thing was that more Jews came from Russia than from Ukraine once the war started. There's been about almost 39,000 from uh, Russia, so yeah, the Aliyah is a big, a big thing, and that people fled here, and that Israel was willing to take them in. They made routes for them to come. They helped them, helped facilitate mm-hmm. it, even when they didn't have their documents with them because of the way they had to flee. So you know, Israel really took them in, right. even took spouses of. Of Jews who the Jew themselves couldn't come because he was hit, drafted into the Ukrainian army. Yeah. They received the wives and children.
0: Yeah, and the war in Ukraine also had an impact here in Israel. I mean, there was a lot of uh, division. You know, how much Israel will do militarily, humanitarian uh, aid. Uh, tell us about that.
2: Yeah, it really put Israel in a tight spot because you know, first of all, the head of Ukraine is Jewish, and there was a bond there, there was a bond with Israel and the Ukrainian people. And but Russia holds the key to Israel being able to keep Iran at bay Mm -hmm. in Syria on its northern border and allowing Israel to actually bomb Iranian targets when they try to bring weapons in and things like that in Syria. So it really put Israel in a tough position. Mm -hmm. Israel did end up sending you know, publicly uh, sent humanitarian aid and things like that, a hospital, a field hospital. Mm -hmm. But Israel was forced to try to keep itself in balance there.
0: Yeah, John, you've covered uh, U.S. politics for decades as well as Israeli politics. Uh, Talk about how the U.S.-Israeli relationship has kind of morphed over this past year.
1: Yeah, I would say it was a real tug of war, Chris. It was really pretty incredible because the Biden administration was trying every which way it knew how to keep the the old government the the Lapide government in power in doing so they really did some things that undermined and, and I think specifically about the uh, abu akhle killing in Jenin, mm-hmm. and just the whole idea that here's a, a american palestinian journalist uh, killed and israel investigates it finds it could have been an israeli bullet but it was certainly an accident during a crossfire then at the end of the year the biden administration insists on having the fbi look into this killing that did not set well with any israelis mm-hmm. across the political spectrum and so You've got Biden, on the one hand, uh, trying to promote Lapid. When he loses, they started saying, well, we're going to work with the Netanyahu government. But they're starting to pressure him on the diplomatic front, on the uh, judea Samaria front. You name it, they're trying to push the two-state solution again. So it's been this mix of kind of unexplainable policy. Yeah. Uh, and the meanwhile, all the all the time saying our relationship with Israel is as good as ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, with the time we have, there's just too many things to uh, address. Mm-hmm. But with the Abraham Accords, uh, archaeology, but one major topic, uh, Julie, to you was tourism. I mean, a dramatic change from March to today what what changed during 2022
2: well we know we all know covid kind of worked its way out in most places israel threw open its borders it was extremely restrictive here in terms of allowing people in during the last two years and then from march on the borders were open and the tourists came flooding back which was good for Israel economically. I think by the end of the year, they're expecting that they will have had about 2.6 million tourists. Mm-hmm. Pretty much of those, on
0: the part was just before COVID.
2: Yeah, and half of those were Christians. They're expecting um, 120,000 or uh, Christians just at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's been an amazing year, 2022, and one big thing, John, you're here. Uh, yeah. To be on the uh, Jerusalem staff here, we yes. appreciate that I very much. Moved back
1: in 2022.
0: There you go. Well, John, Julie, thanks for joining us for this past year. Look forward to the next one. Up next, we talk with CBN senior international correspondent George Thomas about his experiences on the front lines of the war in Ukraine and its global impact.
3: Names from the Old Testament are being unearthed all over the city of Jerusalem.
4: This was amazing. Come as close as you can get to personalities that are known from the Bible.
3: Astonishing discoveries made today. A jaw-dropping moment of Bible archeology. span
5: This is much more than a thrill. This is actual history that took place here on the site where we sit right now.
3: Confirm the kings and prophets of the Bible left real evidence of their lives.
1: Right time, the right place, with the right people. And one of the
3: most significant finds in recent history. Exactly as the Bible tells us happened in the days of King Hezekiah. Written in stone, kings and prophets. We have
5: the Bible and we have archaeologists. Telling our story, it's matching. The Old Testament is a reliable history book.
3: Get your copy today for a gift of any dollar amount. Call now or go to cbn.com slash written in stone. Download the CBN News app 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. This holiday season, go deeper into the biblical story of Christmas in CBN's free devotional, Emmanuel, God With Us. You'll witness God's nearness in the birth of Jesus, and you'll be encouraged to trust in God's promises for your life today. Get your free copy of Emmanuel, God With Us. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com slash Emmanuel.
0: our cbn news senior international correspondent george thomas spent months on the front lines at great risk covering the war between ukraine and russia i talked with him about both his personal experiences and his perspective on how this war has changed the global landscape george thomas uh cbn senior international correspondent uh george you spent so much time there on the front lines of the war in ukraine Uh, before we get into the politics geopolitics tell us Personally, what kind of what was that experience like for you?
5: Uh, look, uh, Chris, I arrived on uh, February twen- uh, 10th, uh, 2022, with this real anticipation that something dramatic was going to escalate on the European continent. Uh, on February 24th, I was in Kyiv, the bombs started dropping. It was just unreal to imagine that in the 21st century, in the year 2022, a NATO nation, a NATO ally, would uh, attack uh, another European country. Granted, Ukraine is not part of NATO, but in the very heart of Europe. Remember, your viewers need to understand uh, Ukraine, outside of Russia, is Europe's largest nation. So just imagine, for almost a year, uh, Europe's largest nation has been at war uh, with a NATO ally, and that's unfathomable. But I think from a personal standpoint, it was re- truly remarkable. I have never seen, you know, I've covered the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, in Syria, uh, in, in Hezbollah, right, in your uh, neighborhood, but I've never seen, Chris, an entire nation united like I saw When the bombs started dropping on February 24th, the entire country across every social, economic, religious platform, you just sensed it, that the entire country came together. Why? Because they were fighting off an enemy. They felt Russia was an existential threat to their sovereign integrity. And they were, in essence, fighting for freedom, fighting for democracy and fighting for their independent sovereign nation.
0: One thing you did, George, I think that much of the media probably did not, was cover the church and what church members and and the body of Christ were doing to help people. Tell us about that.
5: It was truly remarkable because in in many ways, their preparation and the church's preparation began uh, a long time ago, eight years ago, in fact, uh, Chris, when Russia first invaded Ukraine in the eastern part of the country. And the church mobilized eight years ago to say, listen, uh, what if the possibility that russia launched a full scale full scale invasion of the entire country so what they did chris for the last 8 years was to prepare all across the nation churches across denominational lines. In fact, even Orthodox uh, Ukrainian churches combined, joined hands with their fellow Protestant and evangelical congregations, uh, communities, and all across the country, they set up these warehouses, sort of these, these strategic points in major cities that filled, they filled up warehouses with water, with medical supplies, with food, with humanitarian supplies. In the event that Russia would, uh, would attack. And eight years later, we saw that happening. Uh, but the churches have been united. They've been, a, they've been on the front lines ever since the war started back on February 24th. They're risking their lives going to the front line, rescuing people, bringing desperate, needed humanitarian supplies, rescuing the dead.
0: George, with about a minute and a half to go, talk to us about the wider impact of the war, not only in the region, but actually globally.
5: Yeah, absolutely. You look at uh, today, Russia has taken a pause. They never imagined that the entire European continent, along with uh, allies in the United States and Great Britain, would come together. They thought that they could easily cakewalk into, uh, into uh, Kiev within about a 72 hours, decapitate the Zelensky government, surround Kiev, and take the entire nation. Vladimir Putin uh, thought that the Ukrainians would be welcoming him, welcoming him with sweets and flowers, and we see almost a year later uh, the exact opposite. The entire nation is united, not divided, and they're willing to do whatever t- it takes. And also, it has united Europe. I mean, you look at Finland, Sweden, Norway, all considering that have always taken a non-aligned sort of a neutral position uh, vis-a-vis Russia. They're now talking about you know, joining NATO. Why? Because they're concerned you know, Russia and Finland, for example, uh, share almost an 800 mile border. They are very concerned. So the Finns are beefing up their security. The the Swedes, the Norwegians, they understand that the Russian bear could come prowling after they finish with Ukraine. They could come prowling to their neighborhood. So they're taking the necessary military uh, precautions.
0: Well, thank you, George, for your, uh, your front lines reporting. We appreciate it. We admire it. And, uh, we look forward to more reporting there and coming here in 2023. Thanks, George. You're welcome. Up next, CBN News senior reporter Dale Hurd discusses the major stories he's covered in 2022 from the Kremlin to the global energy crisis.
3: for a limited time, you can get five of CBN's critically acclaimed documentaries. Experience the rebirth of the modern state of Israel.
5: The historic bond between the Jewish people and the land of Israel cannot be broken.
3: Relive the battle for Jerusalem in the Six-Day War.
5: Jerusalem is yours
3: forever. Discover how Israeli volunteers are changing the world.
1: When people need us, we volunteer and we come and help.
3: Explore the world of Israeli technological innovation. We're people of dreams. God gives us dreams, and that's really the roots, I think, of, of much of our innovation. And understand the biggest land dispute in history. Many Palestinian Arabs claim that the Jews stole Arab land, but is that the real story? This exclusive Israel DVD collection can be yours for a gift of 29 dollars or more. Call now or go online to get your Israel DVD bundle, which includes streaming access. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern Gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel,
5: now available at CBNRadio.com.
3: Introducing a brand new way to start your morning, the CBN News Quick Start Podcast. Each weekday morning at 7 a.m., get quick highlights of the day's important news. Then an in-depth analysis that goes beyond the headlines. Insights that matter to people of faith. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Find the CBN News Quick Start Podcast on iTunes or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. Because truth matters.
0: CBN News' Dale Hurd brings a wealth of experience and analysis to his reporting. Here's our discussion about the major stories of the past year. Well, Dale Hurd, uh, CBN senior reporter, 2022 has been a tumultuous year, and one of the areas where it's been most pressing has been the field of energy. What what did you report on this past year about uh, energy, green energy, fossil fuels, and et cetera?
4: Well, it's been a year of reckoning for green energy, wind and solar, which we all hope it would work well, but it doesn't. It's not ready for prime time, and this year was its comeuppance. As a result, we have Europe actually going back to coal. Europe's energy poor. It really only has coal. There's, of course, you know, oil and natural gas off of Norway and Great Britain. But Germany and France went to nuclear, which is an excellent energy source with a good safety track record. But then they started closing their nuclear plants and, of course, their coal plants. Coal is, of course, terrible in the view of many of them. The Ukraine war, which is blamed for the energy crisis, was really just the last straw. Because it's not just Ukraine, it's a bad winter uh, year-wide. And there's indications that we're going to see harsher winters in the years ahead because of what's called the Maunder Minimum the solar minimum that we're going through presently, in which the sun's not as warm.
0: And as you say, it was exacerbated by the Ukrainian war. Speaking of that war right now, uh, how would you assess what's happening with uh, Vladimir Putin?
4: Yeah, it's been a disaster for Russia. And I think that in 2023, we could see Russia it'll be much clearer to people that Russia is going to lose this war. And that's very dangerous for the world. I didn't want to see Russia succeed in Ukraine because Putin has had plans to basically reconstitute the Russian Empire, the Soviet Union. And if he had taken Ukraine, many believe his next targets would have been the Baltic States and perhaps even Poland, although the way Poland armed itself these days, I think it's too fierce for Russia to challenge. But almost as dangerous as Russia winning in Ukraine is Russia losing in Ukraine, because Putin's primary opposition now, his serious opposition, is from the right in Russia and the head of the Wagner Group. This fellow would like Putin's job. and They don't think Putin's tough enough. And many on the right want to see Russia go nuclear in Ukraine. You know, there's talk about them nuking London or or New York. But they would use some kind of low-yield weapon on Ukraine to bring Ukraine to the negotiating table so they can get out of this war without any more loss to their armed forces and loss to their prestige. And I believe that Putin will be handed a choice eventually. You either use some kind of nuclear device to change the course of this war, or we're going to remove you because Russia is not going to win this war on the conventional battlefield. It's getting worse every day.
0: Ominous warnings about that. Going to the other side of the world in just about a minute, uh, Dale, China. What's happening with China and how ominous can they be for the future?
4: Well, I did a story this past year called The Great Fall of China because China has a number of serious problems. The economic problem is not fully understood in the West, but it's grave. It's a grave economic situation that We've seen bank runs in the past year. The government is not accurately reporting just how bad the economy is. Nations are leaving China. They're taking their manufacturing out of China. And so all the economic trends are down. Then you have the demographic disaster in China that they created through forced abortions. And now you have young people who don't want to have children. They don't want to get married. And the government can't even coerce them into having children. So and then you add to this the way China has mismanaged their covid problem um, with a a draconian lockdown and uh, just um, not handling it the right way.
0: Well, again, a bit ominous there in China as well. But uh, CBN senior reporter Dale Hurd, thanks for joining us and your expert analysis. Up next. CBN's Gary Lane examines the major stories of 2022 that he's covered on his program, The Global Lane. Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you.
3: Call us toll free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world. Hello everyone. I am so happy we are together for one of my most favorite times of the year, Thanksgiving Day. Gizmo and friends have so much to be thankful for.
1: I'm thankful for my family, my friends. For God and all that he has created. We have resources to be able to live. And the Holy Spirit. Those are wonderful things to thank God for. Always be thankful to God for the things and the people in your life.
4: Join the CBN Animation Club and get the great Thanksgiving turkey test. Plus, two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. This special holiday program features ways of showing thankfulness through games, activities.
5: This is my first time going to be eating candy corn.
4: And much more. President
3: Abraham Lincoln declared a national day of Thanksgiving to be celebrated every November.
4: The Great Thanksgiving Turkey Test, yours when you join the CBN Animation Club.
3: The more we practice being thankful, the easier it is to be thankful for everything.
1: Here, we're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship dating back over a thousand years. And to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more.
5: This is how we create a culture of inquiry where no topic is off limits. And a culture of hope. anything's possible! It's Christian leadership.
6: And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning.
5: It's greater knowing.
6: It's what makes us whole.
5: It's what
2: makes us regent.
1: Orphans Promise is committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries, and with your help, we can do even more. We are out to change the world, one child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us?
0: Veteran CBN News correspondent Gary Lane covers the world on his program, The Global Lane. Here's our discussion about the major stories he's covered in 2022. Gary Lane from The Global Lane, uh, great to be with you on this uh, year-in-review program. Tell
6: us, what do you believe was the most important international story you covered on The Global Lane? Chris, I've got to say, it has to be Ukraine and the war in Ukraine that started uh, last February. 8 million refugees flooding into Europe, many people homeless, the Russians just bombarding that country, and now we probably have at least uh, 10, 20, maybe as many as 100,000 more refugees because of the winter setting in coming into Europe, so there will be more coming because it's very hard for them. Uh, the Russians have bombed their power plants, uh, many people have died, of course, homeless, and it's it's a very... Uh, dire situation. And I've got to say that country has been devastated. And the world is suffering because there is a possible threat, not only from Russia, but possibility of a, a larger war there with NATO and Russia. And, you know, Putin has threatened to use nuclear weapons. So that's got to be the biggest story internationally this year.
0: Yeah. And also it affected here in Israel, many tens of thousands of Ukrainian Jews came here uh, to mm-hmm. Israel going uh a different part of the world what what's your sense about what's happening between china and taiwan and what had happened this past year
6: well there have been tensions between china and taiwan but chris i don't really see a uh, a war happening right away uh, maybe eventually china you've got to understand the communists have many family members in taiwan And if they can control that country and get what they want, which is the wealth of the country through trade and other things, they will do it. They don't want to go in and destroy the infrastructure of that country. They want to do it very much like what they've done with Hong Kong. They've quietly taken over Hong Kong, a very wealthy part of the world, and they want to do the same with Taiwan. So if they can control Taiwan without destroying it, that is their goal.
0: One other hotspot here in the Middle East, area is uh, Iran and these protests. How significant
6: have been those protests in, in inside Iran? Well, it, it's changed everything. What it is, it shows that the people are fed up. It isn't just fed up with the, the sanctions and the economic situation. They're fed up with the regime, and they want an overthrow of the regime. Death to the Ayatollah, they've been that chanting. Easy, and that's a significant I mean, shift and a significant change. Will it last, Chris? I don't know if it will or not. Will it over lead to the overthrow of the government? I don't think in the short term, maybe in the long term, if this movement is sustained and, and it continues.
0: One of the signature stories that you've done throughout your career, uh, Gary, and certainly on Global Lane, is about the persecuted church. How would you assess what's happened to the persecuted church in 2022?
6: persecution is getting worse in in places. Let's give you an example. Number one at the top of the list this year, the open doors watch list is Afghanistan. When the U.S. pulled out of Afghanistan, what did that mean for the Christians there? (laughs) I mean, they had had so much support and uh, protection actually when U.S. troops were there and they had allied people, even though there was resistance against them. Now the Taliban is in complete control. Many Christians have left the country, but those that remain are under pressure. There have been some killed, some jailed, and many are in hiding right now, but they've chosen to stay to be salt and light in that country. But I would say other countries like Nigeria, it's getting worse uh, under Buhari. And, and the West isn't speaking out about it. Matter of fact, the United States dropped uh, Nigeria from the watch, the, its own watch list. And that was a big mistake. Many people in Washington and around the U.S. are criticizing them for that because Christians are continuing to die there daily in Nigeria. The government's doing nothing about it.
0: Well, and we'll do what you, uh, you always encourage our people to be praying for the persecuted yeah. church. We can do that this coming year, Gary. Uh, Gary Lane of The Global Lane, thanks for joining us.
6: Glad to be with you. Thank you.
0: Well, that's all for this special edition of Jerusalem Dateline as we look back at the year in review. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also access CBN content through our CBN News and other CBN apps. And don't forget to sign up for our email blast so you can continue to receive all of our exciting CBN content. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next year on Jerusalem Dateline.